0: One, two, three! Bear, 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 gently bear, 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 A long time ago, way back in history, When all there was to drink was nothing but cups of tea. A long a man by the name of Charlie Mock, And he invented a wonderful drink and he made it our hop. out of How He might have been an admiral, a sultan or a king, And to his praises we shall always sing, I look for Cheer. I Moff, the man to beer, 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 kiddily, beer, beer, beer.
1: the bar, the, pub, the, hole in the wall <laughs> oh, <laughs> you can be sure oh, let's so kick this bad boy off. Cool. Hey, hey, Adam. How are Hi, How are you? Hey, welcome to the Millennium Fandom, everyone. Uh, I am your host, Mike Bubbers. I am here up in the attic with uh, old friend Adam Keeger. and we are here. To talk about some homebrewing. And to drink some homebrew too. Yeah. He was kind enough to bring some of his own uh, Mahoney's own pale ale. And it is it is good. It hey is sir. good. You're uh, welcome. Yeah. What are you what are you <laughs> drinking over there?
2: I've got war pigs. What is that? Three Floyds, right?
1: Uh the other one. It wasn't the the Lazarus.
2: Lazarus, that yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've had one of these. So. No, that's
1: right, man. I like I was telling Adam. Uh, earlier man that stuff is so good could drink it all day every day every day
2: it is a good ipa my friend
1: it is a very good ipa yes and i know it's an ipa sorry to all you ipa haters my bad drink what you like dude fucking a fucking A. (laughs) a words to live by so you uh braved the trip down here you live up in minneapolis yes sir Drove two and a half hours down here. Thankfully, it wasn't just to visit me. Your sister lives in the same town I do in Winona Correct. here, so it was very kind of you to make the trek to see both of us. But uh, so, thank you for driving all this way. Um, let's fucking get into this, okay, man? <laughs> um, what what is it? How how did you get turned on to home brewing? You know,
2: if you know, you are gonna do with the nerdy origin story sure yeah man it's a it's a episode of good eats because alton brown did a whole episode on on homebrew yeah really yep like showed you how to do it gave you all the ins and outs in 30 minutes or less did an episode of good eats you know (laughs) (laughs) and as, as the burgeoning craft beer nerd that i was at the time i was like oh yeah you put beer and alton brown together i'll you know I'll buy that. I'll I'll see you, can, you can sell me anything you want right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> very nice. Very nice. What was he... Do you remember? What what was he brewing? Um, was he going for a pale ale, a I brown ale? I think
2: at the time, it was an amber. An
1: amber? So this is okay. like...
2: God, I don't even know how many years ago. It could have been a decade ago. But like it was before anything really kicked sure. off with craft beer and stuff. It was just at the beginning of stuff. And so... There really? was no, there was no IPA craze, Pilsner craze, anything like that. It was just like, yeah, let's just make a, let's like make a beer, and okay. amber is a good beer to start with. So, <laughs> no,
1: fair enough. And I've heard that about some beers. Like some are a lot easier to, a lot easier to brew than others. Like yep. a, a buddy who's in our comedy group, uh, Nick Peterson. He actually just started homebrewing, and he made his first. I believe it was a brown ale, mm-hmm. and he said he's like, well, that, was, that just came out to be like the easiest to do. So I'm like, right. well. Hard to fuck up, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, have you found that to be the case? Yeah, there are there
2: are a few. It comes down to um, not necessarily the complexity of putting it together, like on brew day, but the list of ingredients to work with. So, like, if you're going to do an IPA, you're going to have a huge list of ingredients just because of all the hops really? that you're going to put in it. And okay. If you're doing, like, a stout, you know, you got to take that yellow beer and make it brown and roasty somehow. So there's all the sorts of extra stuff that... Goes into it, but otherwise, it's it's just four ingredients. Like if you can make mac yeah, and cheese, <laughs> you <laughs> can brew at <on> home.
1: <laughs> See, and um, I uh, years ago, years ago, uh, my wife and another friend and his wife, the two wives, went in together and bought a home brew kit for us, mm-hmm. for the two husbands, right? And so we we tried, we we did it. We kept it at his place. He had room uh, at the time, and um. I actually never got to try it. <laughs> I never got to try it. Uh yeah, but, yeah, we kind of <laughs> had a falling out. It wasn't a, it wasn't a big deal, but it was just kind of like, eh, you, yeah, you eh, whatever, <laughs> you know. But I remember one thing that was really crazy was when we were trying to make the, I believe it was the, the wart. Yep. And like how, I still have video of it on my phone. You're sitting there stirring it, and you're stirring it real fast. And it'll actually like, as you're sitting there stirring it, you'll pull the spoon out, and it'll like spin. Yep. And then it'll like slow down. But then it'll start up again, and I'm like, "What the fuck? Like, it's like witchcraft, man! Like,
2: thermodynamics, I, man! Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was really
1: crazy. Like the whole the whole concept or the whole process of of brewing just seemed it was new to me. So it mm-hmm. seemed really, really intimidating. Right? Really intimidating. <laughs> it was super cool to do, but like, it seemed like a lot of work. Yeah. I'm like, this hardly seems worth it. Why? Why are you doing this to yourself?
2: <laughs> well, now you know, back when I started, I think it was like seven years ago when I started, it Mm -hmm. was still kind of like, we're still kind of figuring out, we'll just duplicate whatever they do at the big breweries. So it was kind of complicated. And now, you know, as with anything that develops, they're just kind of like, half that shit was bullshit. Don't even, you're just wasting your time making this overly complicated. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. So now it's just kind of like, put the thing in the water, add (laughs) the things into it when you're supposed to and throw the yeast. Like, cool, you're done. So, you know, the longer I've been at it, the easier it's gotten but then also the you know the homebrew scene or industry as a whole has kind of gotten like why are we doing all this extra work man why don't why don't we just make it simple oh
1: (laughs) damn it i wish we would have known that like because it was i mean you sit there and you go through the step-by-step instructions and it's like holy christ like oh make sure you do this and this make sure you have this size pot and you know make sure you use chlorine and bleach and Mm -hmm. like can i just Holy Christ you know
2: ha- half the problem with the uh, with the instructions list are usually they're written by old guys who've got like years and years of knowledge which is great uh-huh. but they're also old guys who are like this is how we used to do it in my day oh. and so they give you like eight million steps that they think are needed sure when like if it was just me showing you how to make it it'd be like no dude just get the water hot and put that thing in it and then in twenty <laughs> minutes we'll put some more stuff in like <laughs> <laughs> okay nice because I mean even nice. you know it's it's one of those things like if you've been doing it for long enough, but not super long, you're like, yeah, I know all the steps I can cut out. Like, I know the things I don't have to worry about and keep it simple. Sure. And it feels like the longer you've been in it, the more you're like, this is how I do it. And as soon as somebody says, you don't need to do that thing anymore, oh. <laughs> then, then you kind of like, no, this is how I do it. I'm not. I'm going to show you how I oh, do it, not sure. how everybody says we should do it yeah, yeah, yeah. now. so.
1: Okay. Okay. But, well, that's
2: kind of nice. Yeah. And now... You don't have to spend a lot of, um, you don't have to spend a lot of time on it. Like I can do it between lunch and dinner on a Saturday afternoon.
1: Really? Yeah. Because I remember when we tried it, it was like a whole (laughs) day affair, man. It was, it was gross. Yeah.
2: It once you know what you're doing, like yeah, your first day might be like we're gonna take a whole weekend. You know, it might be a whole big two day affair. But once you get it, a couple batches under your belt, kind of get it down. Nice. You can kind of figure out like I'm gonna set this up the night before and mm-hmm. we're going to do this in the morning and you kind of get your steps planned out like it definitely gets <laughs> it gets easier the longer you do it but
1: well cuz now you you said you've been doing it for lo- like 7 years mm-hmm. like that's a long time dude yeah. and and in that time you've had a daughter yep now has that made it easier or hard? i would have to imagine that's <laughs> made it a lot like with anything kids <laughs> just fucking complicated right
2: yeah no the uh what is it? Uh, necessity is the mother or mother nature's necessity of invention. I don't know. Circumstances <laughs> dictate that I get better at this shit.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. So I might has that has that helped? Like yeah. because and because f- you're because you've got, you know, your your little girl that you that you have to give attention to. Has mm-hmm. that has that kind of been like sort of um, helped spawn that whole like oh I don't need this stuff. <laughs> ah fuck it. Just get it hot and throw the thing. Yeah,
2: because yeah. Yeah. I mean so like the when she can't when when she came on the scene, when my daughter was born, <laughs> <laughs> for like the first year, I was like, I'm not, I can't prioritize this. We'll just come back to it. You know, sure. The equipment will stay in the basement. We'll come back to it. And then oh, sure. um, I don't even think I made it the full year. I was like, no, dude, I got to get back to this. Oh, really? Jones. And so, like, it was nine months in, but still, that was like, it started out as how long do I have while she takes a nap? <laughs> what can I get done yep. while she's asleep and not have to, yep. you know, essentially give family attention. But then as she's gotten older, mm-hmm. those time frames have grown. And like, you know, what can I reasonably get away with? So sure. that is definitely, you know, I know some people would be like, I'm just done. Cause I've met guys. that are just like, my kids came along. I couldn't find time. Yep. But it's like, no dude, I'm going to sink this ship. If I got to do it, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> I'm dedicated to this. <laughs>
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. And
2: also at the time it was like, I, gave up buying beer because I was making enough really to keep to keep me stocked and so like winch when, when she was born mm-hmm. and I had no beer in the house I was like man I got to go to the liquor
1: store now <laughs> lame who does that <laughs> do you do you find yourself uh, because because you went so long without actually having to buy beer. Mm-hmm. Did you notice uh like how many how long would you say it was? Was it just like a few months or was it like a year?
2: Yeah, it was probably it was probably
1: 2 years or so. Okay, so did you notice a discernible difference from when from when uh the last time you bought beer to the most recent time you actually had to buy beer? Could you could you notice? Did you walk in just like what the
2: fuck? Yeah. So <laughs> So A, yeah, there was a there's a whole slew of you know wider selection because there's like the big craft boom oh, yeah, yeah, was going on. And there are like, especially in the Twin Cities, there was breweries opening left and right. Yes. And then the funny thing is when I went back to my local liquor store, mm-hmm. I was like, why is there why is where's is there a new sign on the building, guys? Like who are these new Oh, we sold the business. I was like, God
1: damn it, I was gone for a really long time. <laughs> I just had no idea. That's
2: awesome. So it's like, okay, I gotta buy like enough beer to get me through until my batch is ready and then i don't have to cut like they sold out essentially they turned they sold into a big you know oh. conglomerate or whatever and it was like sure each their own but yeah. i liked you because you were my little mom and pop beer store oh, man <laughs> bummer. bummer so then that was just even more impetus to be like no i gotta get this homebrew thing going so i could not have to give the man S- stick my it doll. to the man <laughs> yes yes <laughs> fucking
1: funny funny so okay right on man um Oh god, I hate it when I fucking blank on questions. <laughs> I, I have so I have so many questions. Um, okay, so, so what 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 was kind of your Jones and batch then when when you're like I need to get I can't fucking just sit here I need to get back to making like what what was your what was the batch that that you went to?
2: My <clears throat> my homebrews have always been whatever I want at the moment. Okay, because that's not like. I don't, I don't have a brewery. I don't have to satisfy customers. Like, I'm sure. the only guy that drinks the beer in my house. Like, nobody else drinks it, and my okay. friends come over, they get beer. But, uh, no, I have never had, like, a standard
1: beer. You don't have really, like, a go-to? No, I've
2: got a, I've got a couple now. Like, the couple I brought you or like, yeah. I made those last year. Those were kick-ass. I'm going to sure. make them again. Nice. Kind of thing. Okay. But otherwise, it has been, like, for a long stretch of time, it's like, I just want to make beer. I yeah. don't care what I make if it sucks or if it's good. Like I just want to get throughput and like get my training up, mm-hmm. essentially. So okay. I just walk into my local homebrew shop and be like, "All right, it's June. That means I want to want a yellow colored one. What do you ah, got in okay. your What do you got in your kits that are that are yellow colored? Okay. Oh, it's Thanksgiving. Okay, I want a stout. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. What do you got? What do you got that's you know black and thick and rich like
1: <laughs> so you like you, you're more you're more seasonal and whatever you're yeah. feeling it, you, and
2: the, the funny thing was back when i was drinking craft beer i was like what is this shit like just drink your same beer all year long <laughs> oh man and then all it took was like a really cold day and a really really nice stout and i was like oh man i get it this is so awesome i get it i get it now
1: <laughs> i understand i got a warm
2: cozy sweater and there's snow outside the yep. stout tastes delicious <laughs>
1: See for me, for me, the, the I, I guess you could call it a craft beer, a uh, fat tire. Mm-hmm. That was really my first because mm-hmm. when I met my wife, that's what she drank, mm-hmm. you know. And otherwise, before then, it was like I was drinking Coors Original, <laughs> Coors Original baby, because it was it had.
2: I think I think we all yeah. have that Gateway drug of beer that we're like, yeah, yeah, I drank it, but I'm not really proud of it either because I know yeah. mine was High Life. You're like, right. I right. drank High Life all the th- I still have tin signs in my house from like my <laughs> High Life days of like yeah, the buddy. lady sitting on the moon and stuff. Yup, yup. And then I got um spotted cow and mm-hmm. a line of Kugels. Oh yeah. I think it was a honey vice. Yeah. Like buddy. right when that started kicking off and we were yeah. in college and like, yeah that's yeah
1: (laughs) the honeyweiss yeah you can't go wrong with that the lining kugels honeyweiss yeah like especially when you're talking about a hot summer day you get one of those or the summer shandies yeah oh my god yeah
2: i know there was a few years there every summer it was like this is my drug man that is as soon as it it hits the shelf i'm gonna buy like three cases (laughs) fucking a dude
1: it's the most refreshing thing you just sit out on the fucking just sit outside on a on a lawn chair Mm -hmm. and just pound one of those back um okay so is so it's not even. It sounds to me like it's not really. It, it. You don't seem to really have a favor to either the end product or the process. It seems like you're just kind of enjoying both. Like you're like, I get to make beer, right? hooray! <laughs> Look at this beer that I've made, hooray!
2: Like, yeah. There's there's many aspects of homebrew that you can you can enjoy.
1: So what uh, so what what part of it is it though? Like like is do you i mean am i am i wrong am i totally target or is it do you enjoy the process or do you just enjoy the end product
2: i i like so i like the process okay you know engineer by trade yeah develop like i'm building my own little factory at home is essentially what i'm doing because i've got like a process i have i it's not written down but i have an (laughs) sop like i have an (laughs) sop for brew (laughs) day
1: good good for those who don't know what an s standard operating procedure is it's a safety it's a it's a safety thing don't yeah. worry about it All right.
2: <laughs> but no I, I the, the process is great you know any excuse to buy a new piece of equipment and play with my new toys you know that's sure. always great um, the end result having cheap beer like you know what is it Forty-eight bottles of beer for thirty bucks. That's and
1: that was that was my that was my other question. That was
2: another reason I got started because like I'm sick of buying. Like I love craft beer, but yeah, man, eight dollars for a four
1: pack. This is getting ridiculous. Yeah, (laughs) it is getting a little out of control. And if you're just
2: like I just need a beer to have around every day, like yeah, yeah, you can you dedicate a Saturday and however much your time is worth, but out of pocket, you're spending fifty cents a bottle for
1: beer. Sure. Jesus. (laughs) Jesus. <laughs> that ain't yeah. Okay.
2: However, on the flip side, I made a IPA last this summer. I oh. made a clone of uh Oh indeed's Day Tripper, which turned out freaking fantastic. Tasted nothing like Day Tripper, Day Tripper, but was still kick ass. Still good. That was uh that was a dollar and a half a bottle. <laughs> Just okay. from raw ingredients. So, okay. you know, you you can you've got a wide variety of things to pick your poison on here.
1: Sure. Uh, so where do you go then to get a lot of cause you were mentioning something earlier about like how you would run in and like grab a kit. Mm-hmm. Like you want a yellow, so you go in and see what they had for yellow kits. Like do you is that where you start or do you do you go like <laughs> do you go raw?
2: <laughs> there is lube and homebrew, Michael. Mm-hmm. There is lube.
1: I have a bottle of it at home.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So like back in the day when, you know, it's early days, internet, nobody has any idea what they're doing. I went to the homebrew shop. Like I started out with Northern Brewer, which is the local national homebrew supply store. And that was, you know, they had classes, they had kits. Like when I got the starter kit for my birthday, it came with DVDs and a little pamphlet. Like here's how you do all this stuff. Okay. Um, But, you know, now I've been doing this for long enough and a kit is like easy peasy. Like I wanna do something and I got no time to think about what I want to do, so I'll just go buy something pre made. But sure. Otherwise at this point I'm kinda of like whipping up a recipe that's based off of something and just tweaking it the way I want it and just walk into the homebrew shop with a grocery list and Okay. You know. So usually if you get a if you get a good homebrew shop, their kits will cost the same as if you pick those parts. Uh, individually okay they're just prepackaging it and being like we know this recipe works we know the finished good okay the finished product will work for you but i've i've started with those and been like i want a little more alcohol and so we'll tweak the recipe or i want more hops or a different brand of hops oh that's
1: kind of cool so so it's almost like you can either go there mm -hmm. buy the kit or you can do it a la carte and then they kind of they they make it work like they have it that's fucking cool.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it, you know, go back to the mac and cheese analogy. It's like, yeah, buying the kit is like going to the store and buying a box of mac and cheese. But yeah, like, yeah. you know, for a while, they was like, no, I want, I want ham and peas in my mac and cheese. And so I'm going to buy those couple extra ingredients on top of the kit. And now we'll make something completely different with the same ingredients.
1: I got to fucking interrupt. Ham and peas don't in don't your know. mac and cheese?
2: <laughs> I've seen it. I have seen it. I have a recipe at home. <laughs> why, Adam? I don't know. Kids need to eat peas. That's why. <laughs> Fair, my dude. Fair, <laughs> absolutely fair. What's what's this shop called? So, um, started out with Northern Brewer. Their Midwest Supplies is also a, a local place, local to me. It's in the Twin Cities, but they they you can buy online from them nationally. Okay. Um, when they got bought out by Anheuser Busch by AB InBev, yep. then it's like I don't want to give Budweiser all my homebrewing money. So plus I didn't have great, <laughs> I didn't have great. Uh, Relationships with the guys at Northern Brewer because they were not interested in experimentation. Uh, okay. I'd be like, "Hey, how's how does this thing work? Like, no, you should do it this way. But what if I want to do oh, it, this other thing?" And they'd kind of shoot it down. So I actually um, just a random Google search like homebrew shops. I found like two within equidistance of my house. Wow. So now I, you know, and unfortunately one of those closed the summer because the owners retired. But mm-hmm. I've still got a local, a local guy to nice. go to. Nice. So. Okay. I mean, it, it's one of those things you don't realize you have homebrew shops in your area until you Google it. Yeah. And before I came down, I was like, does Winona have a homebrew shop? And I was like, yes, Winona has a homebrew shop. <laughs> <laughs> it does? Yes. I, I, I can't remember what the name of it was, but it has. there is a homebrew shop oh my that God. sells homebrew supplies somewhere in Winona.
1: Holy shit. <laughs> now, like, I know that there's uh, my neighbor, Matt, he's, he's part of the homebrew club, the Winona homebrew club. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, I know that there is a homebrew, and he makes right. some pretty good stuff. He makes this IPA called Juicy AF. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is so good. I was so mad because he actually brought it over after he finished making it, but he brought it over warm. Oh. <laughs> it was still good. It was still good, but like he brought it in like a, a bomber for mm-hmm. himself. Matt, if you're listening, I still expect some, you son of a bitch. <laughs> cold. Cold. Cold and carbonated?
2: God damn it. <laughs> No, but uh, I and mean, you can you can get a, you can get a lot of um, you can get a lot done online now too. There's there's a oh
1: yeah, there's yeah a yeah.
2: huge plethora of places you can go. Yeah, the only thing you're going to be missing on is um, if you want to go online, you got to know what you want. I mean, there's sure. there's unless you're going to dig around on the forums for a while. Yeah, you're not going to have a kind of conversation with somebody and ping ideas off each other and figure out what you want to make. But you can get a ton done online.
1: No. Are you part of like a homebrew club or do you? Are I, are you part of like a community?
2: I've or? tried, I tried a couple, but it just didn't work out with scheduling and stuff. Cause I mean, it's oh. a club, you know, and they have regular meetings and whatnot. Yeah. But you know, if they're on the wrong night or they're too far away and et cetera, et cetera. But it's not, I mean, never having started one, it's not that hard to start one. Right. And I've tried, I have yet to do it at work. Cause surprisingly, it's the other thing, you might not know who has actually a homebrewer cuz once i put the feelers out at work cuz like there's six people in this building alone that all make wine or beer at home. Oh man. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. So no, i've i've tried a couple but just like i said it's never just as it, did it, The out. schedule never works out. So. Okay. That's <laughs> you know, that, that tight schedule of family
1: that, yeah. that made
2: me so efficient also means that there's not a <laughs> lot of time outside of that.
1: <laughs> like, what do I want? Go and talk about beer or just stay home and make beer. Right. Like, <laughs> go talk about making beer or actually fucking do it. No, right on. Um, so you were mentioning that you were kind of starting to build your own fucking factory. Mm-hmm. And you've actually you you've sort of it sounds like you've sort of pseudo have a label, the space monkey. Mm-hmm. So is that how is that something that you see yourself pursuing and like actually are you are you is this something you're actively trying to build into a career or is it just like I just want to keep it as like a fun recreational thing? It depends on the day. <laughs> oh <really>? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay.
2: Cause so like a uh, year or two ago, whenever I like I actually made like a Facebook page and Instagram set of everything for Space Monkey Brewing. Yeah. I was like You know, so many people have told me this beer is awesome. So many people have told me I should open a brewery. I'm going to start looking into it. And then um, a buddy at work actually opened his own brewery Uh a little while before that. And so I was pinging ideas off of him and meeting with him. And um, I was like, dude, this sounds amazing. Like, it's great and everything. And the two things that like kind of cooled my head of steam on opening a brewery is like, it's a lot of money. Yes. And he, and he, he literally told me how much money he and his partners had to get from the bank and how much they had out of pocket to do it. Woof. I was like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh. And then he's like, I don't have any more time to brew at home. I just have to stay here. If I want to make beer, I got to be at the brewery. And that means I'm doing whatever the customer wants. I was like, okay. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, So my whole, like every batch is going to be something new and I just want to try things is, yeah. You know, it's kind of shot. Yeah. And you convert your standard work week into an 80 hour work week. And it's like, okay, no, I don't, that does not sound fun to me. <laughs> Yay, I'm my that's own boss, and I'm going to die by the time I'm 60. Cool.
1: Wee, <laughs> wee. Look at me. I'm still in debt. Wee. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's fair. You would really have to love what you... I mean, not that if you were to be brewing, you wouldn't love what you were doing. Right. Uh, but, yeah, if you still want that creative freedom, it sounds right. like it's kind of shot.
2: Yeah. Well, and then you know that's the thing like there's many things you can do with home brewing. there are guys that have breweries and still brew at home or they have a pilot system at the brewery so they can still get their oh nice little batch of beer yeah, yeah. you know satisfica- satisf- satisfied satisfied yeah yeah <laughs> but you know that you're opening a brewery you're opening a business you have to be ready for the next 6 months to a year to have absolutely no time. Oh, sure. For life, for family, for anything that gives you joy, other than yeah, <laughs> running your running your business. So that's fair. No, it's still there in the back of my mind because, like I said, <laughs> every time I bring a good beer into work, somebody's like, "Hey, that old that other guy that did his own brewery and had his own beer at home. You're going to do that too?" Like, yes, yes, I satisfy you, your
1: needs instead of mine. I'm right. going to do this. <laughs> yeah, right. You could do Cottage Law or the or was it the not Cottage Law Cottage. Some some fucking cottage. I don't know. There's a there's a cat that I that I used to work with. Mm-hmm. Uh, he actually opened uh he quit his job where we worked. Mm-hmm. I, I worked at uh, when I worked for Watkins, he was the SQF manager. So he's got all of his food service knowledge, everything down right pat. He knows what he needs to do. So he figured out and he's he knows how to brew. Um but he started his own kombucha brewery. Mm-hmm. And um so he said that uh, starting out, he figured, ah, we'll just do the cottage, cottage law, or whatever, and just and that allows you to sell it out of your home, right? So you don't pay such a high, atrocious fee on taxes and mm-hmm. whatever else, and you don't need a, your your house is your brick and mortar building, right? But um, like eventually, he just started selling it, and by like word of mouth, it got out, and people were like, "This is amazing!" <laughs> and I, I, I will admit, like for anybody that has not had or has or has not had kombucha. Kombucha is it's fermented tea, and a lot of the process is almost the same as yep. brewing beer. Uh, but there's a slight problem that you can it can really go bad because it'll start to taste like fucking vinegar. Yep. His does not, and he's <laughs> figured out how to do that. And he's like, it's not hard, people. You don't <laughs> you can still have all of the benefits and the probiotics and all this and that, and not make it taste like shit. Mm-hmm. So, um. It just kind of took off, and he's he had to buy a he had well, not buy, he had to rent a space. And right. he's every time I talk to him, he's like, I have to buy another fermenter because it's selling out. And I'm like, fucking good for you, dude. Like, that's great. That's right. great.
2: It's a great complaint to have, <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. But I mean, uh, that still kind of blows my mind that he went from you know, talking about doing cottage law to all mm-hmm. like to all of a sudden being like, nope, I have to open my own store, yep. And
2: that's that's the going story with uh, guys that open their own breweries. Is I was home brewing, loved it, and just like yeah. just took off. Yep. And beer may be a little bit different than kombucha, just with the alcohol content. Right. There's right, more. Right. Leg- yeah. You know, I think when I looked into it, if you wanted to sell it at all, you have to have a physical building, and you have to have licenses. And it's yeah. a whole. It's a whole thing rigmarole yeah but if i'm like hey jerry i made six bottles of beer can i trade you some eggs for that off your farm like yeah that's totally legal
1: (laughs) done done that's awesome (laughs) no i have to ask you because oh excuse me i think the last time i i looked um or the last time i saw fuck it we'll just say the last time i remember seeing a video (laughs) of you brewing anything off of your space monkey brewing facebook page Mm -hmm. you still had the count chocula we is. going and i have to know how that turned out because i just <laughs> curiosity is peaked
2: so i made that one last year that one turned out i mean it turns out really good you get that uh you get a little bump in your alcohol content because the sugar sugar the from sugar. the marshmallows and stuff um, and you get a little tiny bit of that malt and chocolate mm. kind of flavor from the cereal
1: Okay. Yeah.
2: Nice. It, it's a motherfucker for your equipment, though.
1: <laughs> I bet I would leave it fucking messy. So
2: doing the brew day, not that different. You get a little bit of the preservatives and oils and stuff that come out of the cereal. Sure. You just kind of skim that off the top of the kettle. But the problem okay. is when you go into the – when I kegged it Yeah. and all the kind of cereal particulates and chunks and stuff that oh. like had dissolved and did not ferment, did not get eaten by the yeast – they settled out in the fridge. Um, I had, God, what is was like a gallon and a half of just like oh, <laughs> just come, out, come out of the keg tap. <laughs> and oh. I am. it was like, what the heck? I took photos of every giant mug of crud that I took out of there. Yeah. And I was like, God, it's, it, this is like boiling the frog. I have no idea when I'm going to be like getting good beer out of this thing. So I actually looked back at the first photo. It was like a pale, tan, orange color. And the fifth glass was actually like stout colors. Like, oh, okay, cool. It's ready to (laughs) go. (laughs) We're there. Yeah, people. We did it. But then it got... To the I lost so much like drinkable beer on that one just from the sludge because then when oh. we got to the end of the keg, all the sludge that had been floating at the top of the keg yeah. now hit the dip tube at the bottom oh, and God I just got it. like instead of getting the normal like, oh keg's empty, it was like oh we're full of sludge again. Great.
1: <laughs> Did you try it like the sludge though? How oh, long no, was it?
2: no I was I was no, I'm I'm a brave <laughs> man, but not that brave. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um but no, I made it again this year. Okay. So it's like, you know, as soon as I go to Target and they've got the Halloween cereal out mm-hmm. first thing in September, like, I don't know when I'm going to make this, but I'm going to buy a big fucking box of it. Nice. <laughs> so nice. tomorrow I will be kegging the new batch. And
1: Oh, so it's in process yeah, right now. And so, nice. you know,
2: it's the iterative process. I know what I screwed up on last year that awesome. gave me all that crap, and awesome. we will avoid it this year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Dude, that's great. That's great. That's awesome. That's yeah. fun.
2: It's always fun to watch too, because you just take, you know, it's a one-pound box of cereal and just like dump the whole thing in there and it's like Jesus, die, little chocolate ghost, die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna drink it, it, your soul. I'm gonna get drunk it, off your soul. It later. makes for really good
2: Instagram just to have a video of that up there too. Oh God, I bet. <laughs> I
1: bet. Man, is there is there something that you that you feel like you do that you have? have a touch or a handle on i mean i am not asking like if you've got a secret you know like oh my special recipe or everything else but is there something that you feel like you do because kind of like what you said there's homebrewers everywhere Mm -hmm. they're all jesus christ they're surrounding us and we don't even know it if they decided to take over the world we'd be fucked so
2: (laughs) invite me to your zombie apocalypse
1: please (laughs) i'll bring i'll bring the count chocula (laughs) so is, is there something that you feel like you do different um as compared to uh everybody else
2: i i think you know everybody's got their own little touch like i could taste i've been drinking my beer long enough and often enough that if you put my beer in a lineup and i had to taste it blind i would know oh i know what my my brewer's fingerprint is i can kind of tell you what that that is but i think if i'm gonna do like a stout yeah I can I can make <laughs> just from just from my friends giving me positive reviews. <laughs> Stouts have turned out really well for me. Okay, and and pale ales, you know, uh, IPAs have been kind of hit or miss because if you get too many, you know, if you overpower on your hops, and then in addition something screws up on your homebrew scale, you know, you're not you're not working with a repeatable process. You can just tank your batch of beer and like sure. Now I've already got all this extra hop in here to give all this crazy flavor. Uh, in addition to the weird thing I just did to this, and <laughs>
1: <laughs> in, in hops, it seems like it seems like it's it's pretty. Uh, they're already just such a um, a potent mm-hmm. a potent ingredient that mm-hmm. if he, just uh, I've I've tried plenty of IPAs where I'm just like, fuck's sake, <laughs> does it? Do, did you need to go this far?
2: I've heard people describe it as like back-of-the-throat throw-up kind of taste. Yeah, man,
1: and it's just, it's not necessary. <laughs> Sorry you know. if you're eating
2: dinner at the moment when you listen to this, but yeah, that, yeah. that <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just don't.
2: <laughs> no, oh. so I mean, you if you, it's all a matter of what you know, if you know what you're doing. So like you said, you start simple, starting with your pale ales, your bitters, your really easy kind of stuff. Sure. But no, I would say I've made a lot of stouts and I've made a lot of pales. Mm-hmm. I have not had very really good, except for that day tripper clone. I have not had very good success with okay. IPAs, and and plus, you know, 50, 60 bucks for ingredients is like, dude, I, I just want to make beer. I don't. <laughs> if I can get this done for thirty bucks, let let's make yeah. the thirty dollar beer instead That's, of the. So like that, you know, a, a big boy like that, I probably only going to make it once a year.
1: Oh sure, but okay.
2: you know, all the all the processes, all the tricks. Yeah. from everything else it's like no i just gotta be on my toes now instead of waiting 20 minutes i gotta wait five minutes to put stuff in so
1: yeah, fair enough
2: fair enough I'm not gonna do it in the winter time and stand over the kettle or anything <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice okay uh i see you brought some some notes there i mean oh, is, yes. there, is there something something you were hoping to convey or talk about what are the what's that all about
2: oh no it's just my own uh make sure i don't Forget to tell Bubbers anything, kind of list. But
1: <laughs> did you forget to tell me anything? No,
2: I mean the big, like top of the page kind of thing. If um if you're thinking about doing homebrew at all, the 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 going reminder is relax, don't worry, have a homebrew, just chill, just it's very easy, short of you know something's on fire, I've sprung a leak. Oh, sure. Don't worry about it yeah it, it'll it'll be good i can I can say in my seven years of making beer I have only made one batch that I was unwilling to <laughs> drink <laughs> and I still drank two and a half gallons of it before I threw it out <laughs> oh, 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 oh no you know that sure. is that time investment and that you know money investment sure. like I really don't want to throw this out but like <laughs> uh, it tastes like a rotten laffy taffy I don't want <laughs> to drink this <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> But, oh, man. you know, it's, it's like you said, it seems like it's a lot. It seems like it's a big, yeah, it's it a does. big thing, but, it's intimidating. you know, um, find somebody that does it. There's, there's, somebody's always got a class. Somebody's mm. always, or just your dude next door will gladly invite you over. I've done that right? before where people are just like, I want to know what this is. And I was like, cool. I have beer at my house and you can come over Saturday afternoon and you can just stand around and watch me throw ingredients <laughs> into the just, pot. <laughs>
1: well, I think a, a lot of it too, uh, that, that guy that i was telling you that makes the kombucha for the longest time uh this probably sounds really bad <laughs> at work we spent so much time just talking about brewing mm-hmm. right uh, i again i've only brewed ever one ever batch and i did not get to reap the fruits of that which, again <laughs> totally not whatever um, uh but he could go on for hours. Mm-hmm. And he's telling me about you know how the specific gravities and, and the yeast specifications and you know how you use these different hops and all this and that and the mash and how you have to get the wart to the, you know it's like fuck <laughs> but I mean but he's that he's that guy yeah. he, he is a very by the numbers type of guy so that to me was really even more intimidating to be like holy Christ mm-hmm. almighty so that's reassuring yeah. to hear that. It'd Be like, hey, if it's on fire, if it's not on fire, if it's not on fire, <laughs> you're doing okay,
2: right? Yeah. <laughs> so, oh man. I mean, when you're measuring, when you're measuring time frames on a homebrew, yeah, the 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 day of the brew you're measuring in like twenty minutes, thirty minute increments, kind mm-hmm. of thing, and everything after that is days.
1: Oh, okay. So like,
2: if you're like, oh, dude, this tastes funny, like, no, you got a couple days. Go go check out the homebrew forums and ask a buddy figure out if it's really if it's really done right like you know some like the homebrew reddit i think has a day once a week that's literally called is this infected day and where just people are just like i think there's something wrong with this <laughs> oh, here's a picture nice. of it so i mean you've got you've got your time you've got time and plus you know why stress this is a hobby man like right you know, right, right. You're, you're not. You're getting paid to do this. Don't
1: stress over it. So, what is what is probably your recommendation? Where can where can a person go? Because you've mentioned Reddit, you've mentioned a couple forums, and you said there's a homebrew store in just about every town. Mm-hmm. But what for the average Joe like me? How would you suggest I start?
2: I think you've got you've got a lot of places you can go. Um, I would always start local. Like I would always, you know, your guys that are local are going to know what other people are doing around here Mm -hmm. so start with somebody you know who does it or start with your local homebrew shop i mean plus you're supporting your local businesses businesses. fuck yeah man damn the man (laughs) well and now that ab inbev doesn't own northern brewer that's always a good place to go too because i mean there's there's nothing wrong with going to the guy that's been doing it for 30 years and you know has the proven (laughs) the proven recipes right right but um you know there's books you can buy so like the Complete Joy of Homebrewing by Charlie Papazian. You know, he's the guy that was relaxed. Don't worry, have a homebrew. He's the he started it in the early '80s. Mm-hmm. So pretty much 10 seconds after Jimmy Carter said homebrewing's legal, he started the Homebrew Association.
1: <laughs> 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 oh, he was just chopping at the bit. Yeah, and
2: so I mean, they haven't really revved up that book in a good 20 or 30 years. But if you're gonna start with a book. That's that's the one. Huh? Yeah, and so if you're just like I want the touchy feely kind of like quote unquote hippie experience of how to make beer, that's the one you go with. Otherwise, okay. uh, John Palmer has a book called How to Brew, and he is he's very much more the scientific. Okay. You know, here's the numbers, here's the data. You know, his book has grown. Sure. Every couple of years, when they put out a new rev, so now it's like the size of a textbook. Oh damn! But you can go to the index and being like, I'm curious about hops. There's like 40 pages to read about hops, and Fuck. It, <laughs> you can do a deep dive. You know, how far down does this rabbit hole go? Sure, sure.
1: <laughs> does it does it bother you that it's become such a trend?
2: No, I think um, I think the more people there are, the better it is for all of us. Yeah, yeah, because I know when I first started out, there was not a lot. There's not a lot of homebrewers going, or that there was not a lot of homebrewers out there. So sure. like, you know, like if I was talking to somebody at work, I'd be like, oh, well, there's a crazy guy that makes wine in his basement. Okay, I'm not gonna talk to him about <laughs> about homebrewing, but um, and you know, but now there's more. There's more of us. There's more people. <laughs> there's more people doing homebrew, and so you know, the more demand there is for it, the higher quality ingredients you can get. Yeah. At a more average price, the better information you can get. There's, you know, high tide raises all boats. So the more people there are, and as long as nobody's like, fuck you and your IPA, like, I don't care. Like, drink what you want, <laughs> brew what you want. <laughs> We're all friends here, man.
1: I'm like, sure. <laughs> just here to catch a buzz and enjoy a beer, man. Right? <laughs>
2: cool. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, there's the you know, there's the hazy IPA thing, like that's the yeah. that's the derigger thing right now to shit yeah. on. You know, before it was the IPA, and like there's always gonna be somebody who wants to shit on something you're doing. And fucking a dude, don't read the comments. Just kind of you know. <laughs> <laughs> nice, right on. But no, I, I you know, it's it's good to have a lot of people making homebrew. Plus, for all the guys that don't make homebrew, you can. Somebody's always wanting to give you beer to try. Oh man. You always need feedback. See how good that thing is. hell yeah
1: hell yeah <laughs> well, right on. Well Adam, is there anything that you wanted to go over that we may have missed?
2: No, I, well, one thing I wanted to uh, I wanted to at least point out is you if you're already doing something that's fermenting, yeah whether it's kombucha, sauerkraut, pickles, vinegar, anything, you may already have half the stuff you need or more to do a gallon of beer this weekend. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. You need a pot and you need a vessel to ferment it in and an airlock. And half the guys I know that do sauerkraut have a gallon jug with an airlock on it and a soup pot sitting in their cupboard. And you just need ingredients and a couple extra pieces of equipment and you're you're making beer, my friend.
1: Oh my God. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's awesome. That is how low the bar to entry to making beer is. I, I, knew a, I know a guy at work that one weekend he made a gallon batch of beer. hmm Two weeks later, when it was ready to drink, him and his buddies drank it and got real sad when they only had six bottles of beer. And two weeks after that, he spent a shit ton of money, and he bought all the, <laughs> all the brewing equipment he needed to make full batches of beer. So Nice. So the, ent- the, the bar to entry is very, very low. Nice. And if you're like me and you want to pace it out, I mean, it took seven years to get to where I am, and yeah. I just piecemeal a little bit here and there. Nobody says you need to go out and spend two grand and have a brewery in your basement Right. This is gonna be something you do once or twice a month, and you got a soup pot and a gallon jug, you're good to go, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous! Oh my God!
2: I mean, it that that mac and cheese analogy it's, that that will hold true because I mean, <laughs> even the 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 kits, the list in there will be like, here's step one, here's step two. You sure. know, you will get everything you need as long as you have a vessel to hold it in.
1: Oh my God, that's amazing! Yeah.
2: So I mean, you could run down to the homebrew shop right now, Mike, and you could have. You could have beer going tomorrow. I've got too many hobbies. <laughs> as it is. That's the last thing I
1: need. I'm oh and and that would be the thing too, is because right. I'm an IPA guy. So that no, I would <laughs> fuck that up so many times before I'm like, fuck
2: this. Well, and then you know to to add uh, to encourage you yes. in your homebrew endeavors. Okay, on the second of November is National Homebrew Learn How to Homebrew Day. Oh God! So there's events cross country for you want to find out how to brew. You want to brew with other guys you can find a place oh boy to do it and i i know there's one in hudson which is right across the river up by me and there's one in northfield which is just off the road from cannon falls so oh my god if you're looking for a day trip to figure out if you like to homebrew (laughs) all my winona peeps that's really close all
0: right
1: all right (laughs) jesus christ you're trying to push it man first taste is free (laughs) son of a bitch you get hooked you get hooked Well, cool, Adam. Uh, Before we wrap this up, though, I have to know, the more you know, is there anything that you have come across uh, in the last however long that you really feel like anybody who listens to this podcast really should know about, whether in regards to homebrew or not?
2: Have Have you watched, there's a cartoon, have you watched it? It's called Steven Universe. Have you seen that one?
1: I I know of it. I haven't actually really
2: watched it, but I I know of it. You you want a show that'll make you really really feel good, and you know make you weep like a small child in the same episode, just over the sheer joy and emotion of the episode. That, really, that that's a good show. Like it's it's super duper positive, and every time you cry, it's like this is beautiful. <laughs> this is the most gorgeous fifteen minutes. <laughs> Tears of joy, huh? Yep. Tears of joy. It is. It is it is amazing at the job they've done on that show just being like accepting within the show accepting of all varieties of people i mean we're talking about holographic space gems here like this is uh, right <laughs> this right. the setting is pretty like out there but the basics is like no those two chicks like each other that's cool like all the main characters except one are chicks like this yeah. is <laughs> cool <laughs> and, you know they're it's trans lgbtq it's 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 great like every time awesome. i've ever cried watching that episode an episode of that is like that's the most beautiful thing i've ever seen in my life like this is gorgeous the music is great the, well, the animation is great
1: because you understand the impact that it's having I, right. I feel like that's that's why it's so emotional because uh, just from how you're talking about it, it sounds like because you realize the cultural impact that mm-hmm. it can have it's not just like oh they're friends and they they're, they're fr- like oh it's like no those two women are in love, and it's okay in right. this show. <laughs> like it's wonderful, you right. know? So cool, cool. I, we've really gotten um, into there. There's a couple of shows. Uh, number one was it uh, Star and the Forces of Evil. Oh God, I love that show too. That <laughs> one's just fun.
2: Yeah, that one's that one's ridiculous. Really <laughs> have fun with
1: that one. But another one that's on Netflix is Hilda. Oh, yeah. I love that one, too. That one is... It's so cute. It's so adorable. Like, I hate how often I just end up playing that for my kids. My kids will be on Netflix, and they're, you know, they're like, Dad, play this for me. And I start going mm-hmm. through, and I'm like, no, nope, we're watching Hilda again. <laughs> you know? I'm like, this is for you, kids. For you. Not and for me. For you.
2: That's that's one of those shows where the uh, original comic book that it's based on is essentially a storyboard for that show.
1: It's a comic.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The another, more I know. <laughs> right. Holy shit. Cool. Yeah. And that th- I don't think there's a lot of difference between that show and the book. And that Man. that was one, I think it was, you know, when my daughter was like three or four. Yeah. She's like, that looks cool. Let's watch it. And I was like, heck yes, we're going to watch this. And <laughs> you know it. You know, that's another one of those like teaching moments for your kid, like, why was that guy a jerk? I don't know. He's just a real bad jerk. But they're gonna they're gonna win him over. They're just gonna talk to him, they're not gonna punch him in the face. Like that show is that show is like there's all this weird stuff. Mm-hmm. Nope, we can just talk to him. We'll figure yep. it out that way.
1: It's cool, man. <laughs> it's cool. You know what? Uh, since we're on it, I I really still miss Gravity Falls. Yeah, that show was so ridiculous. Yes, it was so amazing. <laughs> it was so good. God
2: damn it! That show. How long, How many years has that show been off the air?
1: I don't. How many years have been off?
2: <sighs> it's been. It's been Two? quite. It's been quite a few. Two, three. That. Another one of those subreddits that will not die is the Gravity Falls subreddit. There's a new ridiculous meme out every other day.
1: <laughs> well, it wasn't just enough that, like, it was just a great show, but then they actually had to build, like, they actually had to put puzzle pieces within all of the episodes mm-hmm. and then actually construct a statue that people could put the puzzle pieces together and then go <laughs> physically find somewhere in, in fuck, where the
2: fuck was it? It was like the Northwest or somewhere, wasn't it? Ah, uh,
1: I don't. Yeah, probably because that's where it takes place, right? right? Yeah. Yeah. So I like somebody found the actual Bill statue with a little note in it for them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, you cannot
2: you cannot open a bag of Doritos without being like his Bill in here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right. We, we got to stop because that's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> no, like we're, we're getting into another one, so I can't even do that. Oh, man. Adam. Thank you. You're very welcome, my friend. This was fun. This was a good one. I was, (laughs) and holy shit, anybody who's interested in home brewing, you know, uh, since I'm going to be completely worthless to it, reach out to my man, Adam Keeker, on Facebook. You can follow his uh, Facebook page, Space Monkey Brewing. Go check him out. He's a good cat, and he'll steer you in the right direction. Um, to those who uh, listen to this podcast. Hey, stay tuned. We've actually got some pretty good ones. I can actually preview now because <laughs> I actually have a couple lined up next weekend. I'm actually going to be playing D&D for the very first time for the very first time and I have every intention of doing a podcast about it. I might even try to record record some audio during it. It's going to be it's going to be <laughs> ugly. I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck I'm stepping into. <laughs> so my friends my friends Pat and Amber helped me make a character. And that's as far as I've gotten so far. <laughs> you know, but but it was fun. It was fun. It was interesting. But we also plan on doing a podcast about Assassin's Creed, the game. And hopefully, uh, we can get a Halloween episode in before Halloween. But what? no promises. <laughs> no promises. Life, so, man. Life. Fuck.
2: <laughs> anyway,
1: thanks for listening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> hope to catch you again bright bright soon. Dark okay, dark bye.